Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody else that I don't really know, but love to meet one day. Thanks for listening to episode 56 of Eat Sleep Podcast and Repeat. I'm your host, Dave Taylor. Sean Hood, not with us this week. He is uh, he doesn't like the heat, but he went somewhere where it's really warm. And uh, hopefully uh, he will not complain about the heat when he gets back. That's uh, that's that's the rule. I just made that up. Uh, thanks for joining us. You can find us in many different spots. And maybe you found us on TuneIn or iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, maybe you found us on FM99.com. That's uh, where we're based on the website there, the only wrestling podcast and F99, you can find us under the media tab there. Also on our Facebook page, ESPR, a WWE wrestling podcast, and Twitter as well. You can email us, ESPR at F99.com. We have a lot of emails to go through. Uh, we thought it was going to be a slow news week, so we asked you to send in some emails to help out with this week's show. But then a lot of things happen. Let's go right into the news. And uh, earlier this week, uh, Bray Wyatt was injured in a car accident on the way to WWE Live event, and he missed Monday Night Raw. He did return last night in Philadelphia to wrestle with Matt Hardy, so he is back, but uh, it was uh, quite the wreck, a head-on collision, but he has recovered, and he is wrestling. Now, the injury bug still plaguing, though, the WWE's Ruby Riot was injured, and uh, we weren't sure at first when the uh, reports first came out, but now we found out that her knee injury turned out to be an MCL sprain. So she's going to be out for at least a couple of weeks, not too long. It looks three to four weeks. Maybe uh, she'll get reevaluated at the end of July. But uh, the uh, Riot Squad, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, doing their own thing. Uh, what was great, by the way, was that the Ruby Riot that posted this picture on social media that uh, her uh, teammates in the Riot Squad prepped for their match next to her while she was nursing her injury. So instead of like you know going to the dressing room doing makeup and all that, they were doing it right next to her teammates, which I love because that that shows you that they all get along. It's not just a, hey we're going to be out here we're going to wrestle. It's also backstage as well. So wishing her a speedy recovery. Uh, we did see uh, Liv Morgan in action on Raw, which we'll get to in just a moment. Another WWE news: the uh, this is a reports coming out the ride along episode featuring Rusev, Lana, and Aiden English was the most viewed show of the WWE original programming on the network last week. So there's another indication right there, WWE, that Rusev is developing into a solid draw. Yes, people want to see Rusev on Rusev Day. So that is a good sign right there. Uh, Apparently all NXT TakeOver shows are going to start one hour earlier because we need longer NXT shows. Apparently they're going to be expanded as well. This report I just uh, came across of Forbes.com. But, uh, yes, so it would give more exposure to the NXT stars when we get more than five matches on the TakeOver or just longer matches. I felt that the last show went on a long time. And uh, there's been conflicting reports about whether or not NXT would air on FS1. Uh, apparently, that is not going to be happening. But uh, that was uh, something that uh, you know was kind of speculated for a while when the new deal came about with the WWE and the uh, Fox Network. And if you've been wondering, I've been wondering, too, when the heck is Dean Ambrose going to return from injury? And there's been some reports out there that the Ashbury Park Press did an interview with Seth Rollins indicated that uh, Dean may not return until the end of the year. And then uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter mentioned that uh, Dean was originally going to return in September. Uh, you know, initially, WWE had him coming back in August when he had the uh, tricep surgery. So sometime Dean will be coming back. Maybe... You know, maybe Seth is just kind of throwing some smoke up there, kind of saying that uh, you know he's going to come back later. So when he does come back, it is a surprise when he does. 
Time will tell after that. All right, uh, quite the uh, week in Raw and SmackDown, especially with uh, something that I think a lot of us are shaking our heads about. Oh, we did get one happy return, but where's this all going? We'll talk about it in just a moment here. Greetings, wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty Show, the podcast that every week brings you nearly two hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms, or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting DaveDynasty.com. Be good, be safe, and keep on growing. And we're back, and let's roll right into it, taking a look at what happened on Raw this week. And uh, we started off the show with Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre confronting Roman Reigns. And this is kind of like an ongoing thing. We got a lot of Roman Reigns on this week's Raw with the Revival uh, getting involved in the tag match that happened later on, and then the tag match happening as well. Uh, we had Curtis Axel defeating Matt Hardy, which, uh, by the way, the Hardy Brothers, great special on the WWE Network. When they do this uh, like like 24 uh, thing with uh, the Hardy Brothers, check that out if you haven't watched it. It's great. It's on the network. I posted a little clip of it on our Facebook page if you haven't seen it yet. But the whole show is amazing. And, in fact, they show footage from TNA. So so they worked out whatever, some sort of deal, and they posted some stuff at the end of the show, you know, promoting how you can watch Hardy matches from Impact Wrestling. Uh, wow. It was uh, some crazy stuff because they showed the incident where Jeff Hardy was, you know, completely out of it in the match against Sting, and they talked about that, and they showed that footage. So, again, check it out if you haven't. But, uh, yeah, they're pushing Curtis Axel and, of course, Bo Dallas uh, doing the Bray Wyatt thing. I'm sure that's not hard for him to do. But uh, but uh, So they got the big tag match coming up at Extreme Rules. Now we saw the, the counseling with Dr. Shelby, Bailey, and Sasha, which some of this didn't make sense because – like, did they not know that they were going to have counseling together? And Bailey seemed surprised that Sasha was there, and Sasha was surprised that Bailey was there. And and it's great to see Doctor Shelby, but the first segment just came off kind of weird. I, you know, I, I kind of like just felt like they should have just pulled the trigger on this, turn one of them heel, let him fight. I don't know where if we're going to get a team out of this, like Team Hell No. But this segment and the second one was just kind of weird because they both acted kind of heelish with this. So, like, who are we trying to side with this? I don't know. The authors of Pain defeated Titus Worldwide. Not much to say there. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins defeating uh, Dolph Ziggler and and uh, Drew McIntyre by disqualification when the Revival got revolved. So the Revival had been revived, so to speak. Uh, so maybe it's time to start taking him seriously after, you know, they've, they've been around. Maybe it was this thing of like, hey, we're going to have you guys around for a while. Maybe not do much because we want to make sure you don't get hurt. And uh, now they seem to be involved in some uh, some sort of big picture. Uh, Baron Corbin uh, kind of went at it with uh, Finn Balor. Now they have a fight coming up at Extreme Rules. Ember Moon defeating uh, Liv Morgan, which is a pretty good match. Uh, Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. Yes, more Roman Reigns on Raw. They defeated the Revival via disqualification. Basically, Bobby Lashley walked out on Roman Reigns. I can't tell who's the heel here. Or if they're just trying to make Roman Reigns the cool heel because he got beat up and the crowd loved it. Uh, Mojo Raleigh brought with No Way Jose. Mojo Raleigh. I think Sean's new favorite wrestler because he's just beating the crap out of uh, No Way Jose. Uh, we will see where this goes. Hopefully away would be great. Nia Jax defeated Mickey James. And uh, the end of the show, Braun Strowman defeating Kevin Owens you know, by countout. 
And then um, Kevin Owens hiding in a portable toilet in a porta porta pon uh, porta john, and then getting knocked off the stage at the porta potty. He almost uh, tipped over it when uh, initially Braun carried him up the ramp, and then Braun knocked him off the stage. Kevin Owens knocked him blue stuff, all banged and battered. So I'm sure he won't be wrestling on Monday, or he'll be selling some sort of injury or something. I don't know what's going on there, uh, because it 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 just seems kind of weird because. Like, like Owens hasn't really done anything to Braun Strowman, and Braun's just beating him up and beating him up. It's it's kind of a weird situation, and um, I don't know where they're going with that. And and do we really need to have Kevin Owens locked in the porta potty? It was bad enough with the car last week getting that turned over. So that that was raw. It was it was an okay show. Um, you know, it's nice to see the authors of Pain back on television because they were completely forgotten, and uh, the revival doing stuff. Who knew they'd both be on the same show at the same time? SmackDown was a little bit different. I think it was the better show this week. The Usos confronted the reunited team Hell No, and it was weird because, like, even, like, backstage with, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan and Kane not exactly being on the same page, and they kind of were. Uh, so that that was uh, interesting as we get to that a little bit later in the show. Uh, United States champion Jeff Hardy defeating The Miz in the Open Challenge. That was a pretty good match. If you haven't seen that, track that one down. And then we got what should have been the debut of Sanity. This was so much better than what we had two weeks ago when they took out the Usos. But the New Day doing a a, a pancake eating contest, really? And then the Sanity lays them out, and that's how they should have debuted. Not what they did to the Usos. This was pretty impressive. Uh, Asuka and James Elworth is a waste of time. AJ Styles defeated Eden English, which is basically set up for Rusev to attack him. And the Scepter match at Extreme Rules. Uh, Becky Lynch looked great against Peyton Royce. And uh, Team Hell No defeated the Usos, which was kind of weird because, you know, the Usos won the match last week, which I felt like they should have lost. And then I thought, like, not that I expected them to win this week, but I, I expected a better showing. They, not that, like, they're handled like, handled like jobbers or anything, but, you know, when they go for the finishing move and then Kane, you know, basically choke slams both of them, it's... Uh, you know, not a good sign for the Usos. But times have kind of changed. I mean, the Usos now in the New Day, you know, kind of like on the decline in regards to not the quality of matches because their matches are outstanding, but regards to winning all the time. So that's what we had there. 205 Live, by the way, you need to go watch Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali. This is uh, definitely the match of the week. It was incredible. It was intense. It was uh, kind of hardcore. Uh, there's a spot that with a table that the table didn't break that you felt like it probably would have helped if it did. It was a great match. Steel steps being used in ways I never thought they'd be used before. This was an amazing match. Buddy Murphy, Mustafa Ali. I won't spoil the ending, but definitely check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Also, we also found out Hideo Tommy is going to challenge Cruiserweight champion Cedric Alexander next week, and uh, that is going to be a great match. But definitely go out of your way to watch Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy it was an outstanding match, the match of the week. And then NXT, Johnny Gargano. You know, he uh, couldn't get it done against Tomasa. So now uh, kind of the uh, slow heel turn. He's uh, turning in a fight against EC3. It showed some heel tendencies and just a vicious, vicious side. Uh, so that's one of the highlights. And then Johnny, it says Johnny Wrestling is no more. You can check out that uh, interview on uh, YouTube with uh, WWE. In fact, I'll get that up on their uh page as well but the Johnny wrestling is gone that's what he's saying and uh there's a lot going on also at NXT with a uh, tag match you got uh, black and Chapa going to fight for the NXT title on July 25th so some pretty good stuff going down 
in NXT right now, of course, uh, with the, the uh, Johnny Gargano kind of changing, man. That That's uh, great for his character and uh, some good character development in NXT. And just love how they put that together. So that's uh, what happened on the uh, shows this week. A, a quick run through what's uh, happening with the Extreme Rules card. And we got to AJ Styles, of course, fighting against Rusev. Uh, Carmelo going to be fighting Asuka. Nia Jax uh, going to fight Alexa Bliss with uh, Ronda Rousey at ringside, which I thought her interview was a little bit awkward this week. Uh, the card is stacked, by the way. You got Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler in a 30-minute Iron Man match for the Intercontinental title. Jeff Hardy defending against Shinsuke Nakamura. Also, uh, Roman Reigns fighting Bobby Lashley. Whatever uh, for whatever reason, because now we know it's not for a uh, title opportunity. Finn Balor fighting uh, Baron Corbin. It's all for pride. And then the year tag champ matches. Uh, Bray White, Matt Hardy defending against the B team and the Bludgeon Brothers defending against Team Hell No. And you're like, well, what the Miz? The Miz should be on this card. Well, he is not. Why is the Miz not on the Extreme Rules card? Because he is going to be in Washington, D.C. for the Celebrity Softball game. The same night. So he's not going to be costing Team Hell No the match. So I don't know what's going to happen. It'd be funny if they brought back Alex Riley, but that's not happening. So I'm not sure what, what's going to be happening, but it looks like the Miz will be missing Extreme Rules. Time to check out our mailbag, and you can always email us, ESPR at FM99.com. We love emails. Let us know what your thoughts are and some matches. If you got questions, we got some good questions this week. And we'll dive into that. Let's start with uh, Chris Williams, who's been uh, down with us since episode one. Chris, we appreciate it. And he want to share some thoughts about Raw and SmackDown. He said Raw was okay, but can they make Roman Reigns a heel already? I mean, he wants to have two matches in the same night and do it all by himself. Bobby Lashley told Roman Reigns what a lot of people are probably thinking. Nobody likes you. The Revival were beating Roman Reigns, and people were chanting one more time after they hit the Shatter Machine. Seth shine in the first tag match against Drew and Dolph and... You know, he did, did look pretty good in that match. Uh, the Revival looked pretty good, too. Happy about that. Uh, Chris, not a fan of the Dr. Shelby skate with Bailey and Sasha. He wants to see more of them uh, take a page like the, uh, out of the NXT book and make it a little more like the uh, Campbell-Gargano feud. Oh, man, I can see that. See, that would be a good way to break Bailey. And then for Braun and KO, it's starting to be too much slapstick. I really like to see KO reach a breaking point next week and visually attacking Braun. Just maybe a build to the Extreme Rules match. Yes, because it, it is ridiculous. With the porta potty this week and flipping the car the previous week. Uh, SmackDown was okay. The match that uh, really stood out was the match between uh, Jeff Hardy and The Miz. Ellsworth looks really silly. Yes, he did. A lumberjack match for next week is like deja vu. And hopefully Oscar comes out champion after Extreme Rules to put an end to the storyline. Yes, please. Can we move on? And it was cool to see Team Hell No. I thought that was a pretty good match. And Chris, thanks for listening. Corey Pierce uh, sent us uh, a nice meme. By the way, he says, I heard you hate it, Roman Reigns, so I give you Roman Reigns, followed by Roman Reigns, followed by Roman Reigns, with a little bit of Roman Reigns in between, which pretty much uh, describes this past Monday Night Raw. And Corey agrees with me. Yes, that's how they should have debuted Sanity. Absolutely. And can somebody please tell Killian Dane to wear pants? That would look weird. Also got an email from Steve. Steve, wanted a uh, big fan of the show, wants a little background on us. And what made us get in the wrestling? I'm going to answer my question, but I want Sean to answer his next week. Uh, my earliest memory of wrestling, not to age myself here, goes back to 1986. 1986, wintertime. Uh, this is early 86, living in Michigan. And I remember seeing wrestling really for the first time. And, and the first match I can remember seeing was the Bulldogs taking on the Dream Team, which was uh, Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake. 
And I just remember that, and I became a huge Bulldogs fan, like, right away. Then I remember, like, Saturday night's main event, album for WrestleMania 2, with, uh, uh, was it, you know, George Steele and his affection for Elizabeth and Randy Savage and stuff. And I remember the beating that, like, Hogan got, you know, the setup WrestleMania 2 with a match against Bundy. And, and it was kind of cool because, like, there wasn't much, like, you know, wrestling in the newspaper at the time, but they did, like, I remember, like, after WrestleMania happened, they listed the results of WrestleMania two in the newspaper, just this little little blurb, and had all the match by match results, and I was like so happy when the Bulldogs won the title. You know, as a little kid, I was like, oh, it was like so cool. And then, you know, th- then that summer they would show WrestleMania two on Showtime in, in a two hour form, and uh, that was kind of cool because I would just watch that ad nauseum. Some matches were really good, like the Bulldogs and the Dream Team and Terry Funk and. And uh, Haas Funk or Dory Funk against uh, JYD and Tito Santana. That was a good match. The, the main event, Bundy and Hogan, not so much. I mean, they, you know, they kind of made some mistakes with WrestleMania 2 that they made up for WrestleMania 3. But that was my early memories of getting into wrestling. And there's some times where I kind of went away and then I would come back. I mean, I, I kind of went away after WrestleMania 3 and, you know, kind of paid a little bit of attention. And then, um, you know, probably by like SummerSlam 88, I came back because I had a a friend that uh, got the pay-per-view. So we watched SummerSlam 88 at his house. I thought that was pretty cool. And I would go away, come back, and go away, and come back. I did go to SummerSlam 93. In fact, I had, I had second-row seats. So there's, uh, if you look at the WWE magazine, you can see a very young Dave T- Taylor in the audience. In fact, you could see me in the crowd holding up a sign before the Jerry Lawler-Bret Hart match when Doink the Clown got involved because I'm holding up a sign that it said, like, Jerry Lawler's the real king, and I had a big circle and an X through uh, Bret Hart's name. But uh, that was, uh, yeah, that was uh, my early wrestling days. And there've been a couple of WrestleManias after that. And, and, uh, and I got involved a little bit locally here when uh, with some wrestling organizations as well. And Sean's done the same thing, but we didn't cross paths until we got here, but I'd be, I'd love to hear uh, how we got into wrestling as a kid, but we all got like different stories. There's reasons that we like certain wrestlers. And I was a big bulldog fan for a while. I love the fact that he won the IC title in 92. I was bummed when he lost it. to Shawn Michaels, and then, uh, you know, Sean playing the political games in the 90s with the Bulldog and the European title. It was frustrating, but I always liked uh, watching his matches and stuff. The Bulldogs, not uh, so much Sean Michaels. But uh, there you go. Appreciate the emails. Again, you can always email us, ESPR at FM99.com. So uh, we're coming up. Oh, my gosh. We are next week, the next episode. We're going to talk about Extreme Rules. We're going to run over the card with our predictions and everything else, and it's really weird because the build with this has been really good. In the last pay-per-view, the build was terrible, and the card was eh, and then the show ended up being outstanding. So are we going to get the opposite here? Are they going to really give us two good shows in a row? We will see what happens, and Sean should be back next week. And again, we will do this once more. We will eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Thanks for joining us.